Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From the WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Now here's Bass. We talked to Sean McDermott after his one-for-three performance last week. He says tremendous support in the building. If he has to make one for us, the game on the line, he will. 44 yards, Bass. No, he doesn't make it. Wide right. Wow. The two most dreaded words in Buffalo have surfaced again. Well, who could have seen that coming? The Bills choking on a big stage. Wide right which again remains hysterical and the Chiefs advancing which does seem inevitable that's Jones and Mega with our kid hour number three of the program what do you think would have been tougher for Patriots well you're a Patriots fan technically yeah what's what's a tougher win this, for Patriots fans this hold on I gotta sneeze What's, right. what, what's wrong with the, everybody's got, so squeaky like on little, this show today? What's wrong with all you guys? Dust in my nose. What's wrong all. with all you guys? Did you just hear yeah. that squeak? That's that squeaky sneeze. That was a sneeze. I, mind, I muted it. Never so mind no, the, squeaky Arcan. Oh no, I heard it. Well, yeah, because you're sitting next to me. <laughs> but I turned my mic off to sneeze. Yeah, Arcan turns his mic off to burp. It makes it to air half the time. Oh my god! You <laughs> know One what's more coming time up? again? It's not half the time. One more time. <laughs> that was me. Yes. <laughs> what, what do you think it was me? I don't know. I turned my mic off. How'd you get that? Because my mic's because my mic's open. Oh, okay. And I don't think. Well, I told you I got the sneeze. Hold on. (laughs) All right, so we got Squeaky Arcan and Squeaky Sneezer over here. If half my burp made it to the air, it'd be way more than it made it to the air. (laughs) Okay, what's your question, Mego? So the the Chiefs win is tougher than the Bill than if the Bills won. I think so. Isn't that harder for Patriots fans to deal with? You hate the Bills. I mean, it would be way worse if the Bills overtook every. Like if the Bills were in the Chiefs' position with Patrick Mahomes. If that was who Josh Allen had been and they'd had these Super Bowls, that would be horrible because it's your own conference. And the, you can still just treat them like the lovable little brother loser. Yeah. I mean, go, go ahead and answer it for me. Uh, what was worse, uh, the Chiefs winning or if the Bills advance? For Patriots fans, like what's harder to go through? You tell me. 617-779-7937. I think it's this because I think you know what's coming. I think you know what's coming with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And this, this was my only takeaway from the game yesterday. This is what it used to be like. This is what it was like. We're living the nostalgic life here today on Jones and Mega with Arkan. It's hour number three. We talked about the Red Sox last hour. You continue to vent about them. Also, uh, nobody said God bless you. Yeah, I never say that to anyone. That's not a you thing. You don't need to do like a gazan type? No. <laughs> no. 
This is very rude. No, I don't. I don't that's I, Mike's soul trying to escape my mortal not, body. If that surprises you, I don't know. What to t- I never I never say that to anybody. It doesn't matter. Matt Damon in the Dogma almost shot that lady. That's, that's a, true. That's a good point. That could be problematic for me at some point. Uh, but so far, so good. Almost 40 that's years old. That's a good historical reference. Uh, you can continue to vent about the Red Sox. 617-779-7937. We'll get back into our big question of the day because it does tie in, I think, to where the Patriots are compared to the Chiefs. It's like, this is what you used to be. This is what it used to be like. Here's where you were every year. AFC title game guaranteed. Six straight AFC title games for Patrick Mahomes. If he gets back to a Super Bowl, and I think he's going to, that's his fourth. If he wins, that's his third. And I think that's the bigger nightmare for Patriots fans. Never mind Andy Reid and Bill Belichick. That's all secondary. Never mind the Chiefs franchise chasing down the Patriots. The Brady-Mahomes thing, that's real. And I think that's their nightmare. And I... It's my nightmare that that's where we used to be, and that's what it used to look like. And now we're talking about Mac Jones potentially as the quarterback of the Patriots again. That used to be the goal. That used to be what was accepted. That was reality. Forget the goal. That was reality. Now reality is you might bring back your quarterback that you benched four times last year. Used to be predictable fun. You were going to be playing through late January. You were never really out of a game because of your quarterback. And that's how it feels with Patrick Mahomes. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, Patrick Mahomes will win his third his third ring. And then look at the pace he's on. and Look what he's going to do. He's, he, he can actually match Brady. Like uh, I, I don't think he's going to. I'll and I don't that. really care about that. I just do agree with you that it has this feeling of, inevitability that it's like okay you're gonna they're gonna win they're gonna go back to the super bowl they're at least gonna be in serious contention even when half of their roster isn't that good because of the quarterback like every year now going forward with patrick mahomes that's who they are yeah and he's special so like i'm not saying you know he's just a run-of-the-mill quarterback oh they hit on quarterback no they hit on an all-time quarterback but you know cadlick tweeted out yesterday i don't disagree with him all-time quarterbacks are brady and mahomes and like I, that, maybe that's a touch of hyperbole, but that could be reality in February. That could be reality. Yeah, and I liked how in the beginning of the game they were doing the uh, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Brady, Manning comparison. That was that was something. I do think though that. Do you that disagree with it? I absolutely disagree. I mean, with that. Brady, like Brady, Brady, used to, Brady used to kick the crap out of Manning, just like Mahomes kicks yeah, the crap I, out of I, Allen. I don't, I yeah, don't but Manning won a couple of. Manning did beat Brady a few times. Yeah, and well, yeah. Allen's never beaten Mahomes. Yeah, that so. was before ten years the into game. his career. Yeah, exactly. They right. thought halfway through the game, it looked like the Bills might do that. Yeah. So yeah. I, I look, I, and then the game ended. I mean, people thought Manning would never beat Brady either. So Allen might beat Mahomes at some point and answer back. Manning finished with a career winning record against Brady in the postseason. See, I think what Arkansas doing right now is being a little baby Patriots fan who's like, I don't want you to compare Kansas City to New England because we are the ultimate dynasty, and they're not. That hence is it, not what I'm doing. Hence, it's worse, but go ahead. What were you doing? Then? Well, what I what I was doing was saying it's more like the Brady-Phillip Rivers uh, rivalry, and I also think eh. that there's potential here for Lamar Jackson and Mahomes to be that rivalry. That could that could actually be that rivalry, I think. Okay. But this is the farthest Jackson's ever made it before, so he has to actually win one for that to for that to really happen. But I think in terms of you know Patrick Mahomes and getting there again, I'm, I'm picking the Chiefs, and he's the type of quarterback that you can sort of strip down your offense for put those uh, resources into defense and the offensive line, which is what they did in the offseason, and not really miss a beat. Like that Chiefs defense was the strength of that game yesterday. Mahomes didn't have a great game. He threw for like 210 yards. Oh, Mahomes was good. No, he wasn't. Yes, His numbers was. weren't good. Mahomes was good. You think Mahomes played poorly yesterday? Patrick Mahomes was 17 to 23 for 215 yards. That's not some big game. No, for a I didn't say I didn't say he played a big game. I said he was good. 
Sure. I didn't say his numbers were not astronomical, but when you needed plays, he largely made them. You didn't feel that way? Whether he had the big run with his feet, he had two touchdowns, he got Kelsey involved. Like, I don't, I did not think Mahomes was bad yesterday. I didn't think it was some impressive, uh, super impressive game from a quarter, I mean, from a I mean, premier quarterback. They in scored the just about every time they had the ball to start the game. Yeah, and it was, it was fine. I mean, listen, he had a fine game. It wasn't one of his better playoff games. No, I I, well, okay, I didn't say that. I just said he was good. Uh, but neither here nor there. Fine. That was you. The now reality is Mac Jones could be your quarterback next year. Okay. And this is terrifying. I read Reese on Sunday, and I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. This is how Mike Reese reports stuff. He starts to float things like, oh, I don't know. Is it possible the Patriots look at Mac Jones like the Dolphins and Tua a few years ago? And, oh, by the way, here's what Ryan Fitzpatrick said on a Patriots broadcast. I wonder where he heard that. On a Patriots broadcast, Patriots and Steelers, Thursday Night Football on Amazon. He compared it to his former teammate, blah, blah, blah. Then we get Mayo today with the Greg Hill Show. Mayo Mondays. They'll start up in the fall. His first appearance here. If you missed it, rewind feature on the Odyssey app. It's free. It's easy. Get that on your phone. Here's what Mayo had to say about Mac Jones. Not exactly shooting down the idea of bringing him back. Did Mac Jones struggle when it came to that leadership role? Well, I'm not saying that. What I will say is, you know, when I when I think about Mac, he obviously has talent. The confidence of a player is very fragile, especially this these players now, like I'm an old man or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But confidence goes a long way. And, and honestly, as I continue to evaluate, uh, as we continue to evaluate as a coaching staff, like we'll, we'll see. But you you know these guys can play football. Like they're here for a reason. It's not mm. like you know, it's not like we went over you know to Brockton High School and just pulled some people <laughs> over here, right? Yeah. It, these these guys are players, and at the end of the day, there has to be. A shared vision there has to be you know the players have to really feel like they are being heard they have to feel like they have some stake in the game plan so if it doesn't go right you know the accountability piece starts to show up okay so that's Gerard Mayo this morning uh, he said more we'll get to it here over the course of this hour on Jones and Mego our big question of the day up now at Jones and Mego on Twitter how would you feel about the Patriots bringing back Mac Jones bad anyone but Mac fine if he's the backup good he can be fixed how'd you vote Mego no don't bring him back. Don't bring him back for his own sake. It doesn't work for either side to me. If I'm going to sit here and praise an executive like Nick Casario for what he did in Houston and moving on from Deshaun Watson and going towards just, I'm not saying that in any other way other than just turning the page yep. and looking for yeah. the next franchise quarterback in that sense, I think that's what they should do here. You have a shot at going and getting a rookie in the draft with a very high pick. That should be your plan. I wouldn't say that Mac would be a bad backup. I don't think he would be toxic in the locker room. I think he would work fine with a rookie quarterback. I just am sure that Mac doesn't see himself as that guy still. And he probably wants the opportunity to try to go somewhere else and start. If you're thinking about rolling it towards a situation where you're going to take Marvin Harrison Jr. and have Mac be your starter. This is well, my fear. Good freaking luck. Because here's another thing Arkan will love. Fourth offensive coordinator in four years? Yep. Like, that's ever spelled success anywhere? Yep. Like, what are we talking about? You just can't do it. Arkan, how'd you vote? I voted that you can fix him. He can be rebuilt. He can be the $6 million man. I do believe that. I think that that's possible. You saw it with uh, Tua in Miami, and I think you could see it here with Mac. 
and it's also really, I mean, what this is really about is the fact that I don't really like any of these quarterbacks in the draft. If there was a guy who I thought was a sure shot that you could pick up at three and bring in and he'd be the starter and he would be much better than Mac Jones, then I would say, yeah, go with that, and I'd move on from Mac because I don't think he would be a good backup for a young quarterback like that. But since I don't believe in any of those quarterbacks and I'm not super impressed with anybody in the free agent market, I say bring Mac back and see how see how it goes with a real offense. But you got to put a real offense around him. Okay, do you agree with Arkan? You can fix Mac Jones. Do you want him back as a backup? I mean, that's uh, that's the cost-effective way to do it. I just saw that in the Twitch chat from our buddy John in the car. Uh, or anyone but Mac. they got to move on from Mac. How would you vote? 617-779-7937. There is news on who could be helping Mac Jones or whoever the Patriots quarterback is as the offensive coordinator, Arkent, with the latest on that here in Trending. And when we come back, Atlanta still has a coaching search going on. What does it tell us about Bill Belichick? Who's going with him? Who's staying in New England? Along with all your divisional round thoughts and thoughts on Mac Jones right after Trent. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Adam Jones. Ah, yeah! One of a bear did cocaine. Megan Adelini. This is some sh- Christian Arcan. Hey, Adams has a boost that I kind of like. This is Jones and Mecco with Arcan on WEEI. Mike Vrabel, the former Tennessee Titans head coach, he is set to interview with the Atlanta Falcons. That's going to be on Wednesday. Vrabel, also a popular man around the league when it comes to opening the Los Angeles Chargers, who I think it's fair to say are taking an extra special look at coaches who have done it before. They also met with Mike Vrabel, Rich. What the hell's going on with that search in Atlanta? I got to be honest, I don't get it. I don't get it. I thought thought we were going to show up to work today and build of the Falcons would be done. Signed, sealed, delivered. Josina Anderson said it was a foregone conclusion last week. I think Rossini said something to the same effect. Now Adam Schefter is calling the search, quote-unquote, wide open. They're interviewing Vrabel and Harbaugh, among others. They called in Bill for a second interview. Peter King wrote today, Football Morning in America, I believe we've all assumed Belichick was going to get a high-quality job or at least in the case of the Falcons, a decent job. Now the question is, will he get one at all? 
Seems the Falcons are opening up this search after two meetings with the six-time Super Bowl champ. So is Bill getting cold feet about Atlanta? Is Atlanta just looking at it and going, he's kind of a bum the last four years. What's he ever won without Brady? He's 72. He wants $25, $30 million. We're not doing it. Or does Bill look at it and go, yeah, I'm not reporting to Rich McKay. So good luck. Why don't you carry on with your interviews? Uh, you can jump in, 617-779-7937. What's the holdup on that search, Mego? So it sounds like the first meeting was him and Arthur Blank. Yes. And Arthur Blank seems already to be sold on Bill, at least Bill the idea. So then they bring him back for a second interview, which in my book is already offensive if you're Bill Belichick. So kudos to him for rolling in for the second interview and then them spouting out that they're that they're interviewing every other available coach in the league for second interviews as well. They're all over the map. I wonder if there are people within that organization in Atlanta who are like, okay, you know, Arthur Blank wants Bill Belichick because it's a great look. It's a great headline. It'll make them look relevant in a different way. And he's willing to dole out the money and everything. But when this doesn't work through, you know, our second season with Bill Belichick, halfway through the second season, if he's not that much closer to the wins to, uh, record that he's going forward and this franchise isn't really moving in a meaningful direction and we're paying him 25 plus million dollars a year what heads are going to roll right like who's going to be happy in this organization or who's going to be answering for it because guess what arthur blank's not really going to answer for it it's going to be people in football operations or other people working around bill that are not bill people that he's bringing from new england or just the recent past in new england and so i wonder if there's people inside that organization who are going look we can get somebody like a bobby slowick or maybe the Bobby Slowick, and we can pay him half of what we're going to pay Bill, and we'll be moving in a meaningful direction with a young guy who has new ideas, or are we going to go for this and have it be a really high-paid figurehead in the worst possible way? Yeah, so look, Bill might still be going there, but it, the optics are starting to look strange, and people like Adam Schefter are calling it wide open. Peter King wonders if he's going to get a job, period. So pay attention to that. Arkan, so, you think... You, so, Rich, really quick, because yeah. I keep saying this, is I saw this... Earlier, too, someone in the Twitch chat says they're complying with the Rooney rule. Okay, yeah, to some extent, of course, that is part of the process. Yeah, but what about Vrabel but and Harbaugh? That, that's not why they're, they're spreading they their net. The they're casting their net this wide. Yeah, so look, I mean, maybe it's a sham process, and they just don't want it to look like it was Bill the whole time, and it's been... Maybe Bill's signing off on it. You know, maybe Bill doesn't want to look like it was... Um, all done in October, because Bill was Bill Parcells. Does this make Bill look good? No. If he's in competition with, like, five other guys? Well, if he knows it's a done deal, it won't matter at the end of the day. It's probably how he feels about it. And so, like, Bill Belichick doesn't want to look like Bill Parcells negotiating in the middle of the season while there are games to be won. So, sure, go through your sham process. It's a bag deal. Arkin, you think the Bills are in play after they got eliminated yesterday? I think there's a chance. I mean, McDermott's going to have to really uh, face the fire here, and he's still under contract, so it's not like it'll be an easy uh, an easy firing for a guy who keeps getting on these long playoff runs and, uh, and winning the AFC East. But if you can't get past that one team, they may look to bring in a coach who can. And listen, I mean, it's not like Bill Belichick and the Patriots have been doing anything uh, in, in the standings with Buffalo lately, but they did beat him this year. Even with this crap team they had, they still managed to beat Buffalo in one of those games. And I'm just saying, there's not a better story than Bill coming back to the AFC East. There's not a better story than that. And in terms of him sort of getting back at the crafts and everything, you could really do that in Buffalo well, more than you can in Atlanta. Do you think McDermott's gone? He sh I was just about to say this. I think he should be. I have no I, I have no idea if he actually is or not, but that fake pun is fireable. Especially when <laughs> you can't you can't get over the hump for how many years in a row, and then you pull that, I'd fire him. But I, I don't I don't know that they will.
Yeah, I thought that they were laying the groundwork for that when they were going through that dismal point in their season. And then the weirdo story came out with the 9-11 speech stuff. Like, I was like, okay, they're really priming everybody for he's going to be gone. What I thought. And then you saw the players rally around him and they had that fantastic end to the season. And I kind of feel like he's going to be back. Maybe that's just whiplash from the Mike from Mike McCarthy going back to Dallas, but I, I kind I kind of think that he's going to be back but, with them. Okay, so Arkan, you agree with that, but if he's out, you think Bill's in the mix there? Absolutely. Okay, interesting. Or he should be. 617-779-7937. What's the holdup with Belichick in Atlanta? Is he looking at places like Buffalo? Is he using places like Buffalo and Pryor, Dallas, who stuck with McCarthy, Philly, who sounds like they're sticking with Sirianni? Is he using all these potential openings as leverage to get what he wants? Out of Arthur Blank, what's the holdup? Uh, we can add that to our big question of the day. How would you feel if the Patriots brought back Mac Jones? Uh, 49% of you say anyone but Mac. I'm with you. So is Mego. Fine. Bring him back as a backup. 38%. Or 13% think he can be fixed. They're with Arcand on that one. Uh, Brian in New London, Connecticut. How would you feel if they brought back Mac? Terrible. Terrible. I think he's a remnant of the past. And uh, given that the the makeup of the team's going to change drastically, it sounds like, why would you want him around? Um, and, and the other thing is, uh, he's going to get someone killed, like Pop Douglas. He doesn't have a good arm. He, you know, he's late throws and everything else. And uh, I, I just don't see him as a good fit. Yeah, all I'll say with with you know hospital balls and and getting a receiver knocked out, it was Zappy who got Henry destroyed. And you know me, I'm Team Zappy, but you know Zappy was doing some of that too. Uh, that's down my list of concerns. Uh, but add it to the list with Mac Jones. You know, when you don't have a strong arm and throws are hanging up and you're indecisive, are you getting guys hurt in the meantime? Uh, Sean in Connecticut disagrees with Arkan. Go ahead, Sean. Jonesy. Yo. Jonesy, I I need you to give him a breathalyzer because if he really (laughs) does... I I really think that anybody who thinks that Mac Jones should come back to the Patriots and, like, given another chance... The guy's a grown man. He's had three years to do it. I get it. It was a little messed up. But he's not a starting NFL quarterback. All you got to do is watch the games, and he'll be a backup somewhere. But we cannot bring him back. There's just absolutely no way. Yeah, you're not worried about him as a teammate, Mego? I'm not. And I don't. Th- I don't think he would be the kind of guy who would try to torpedo the entire offense and locker room because he's not playing. Or because he's the backup. I mean, I have no idea. I don't think he likes Zappy you, very you much. You have to be like a really toxic person. But that's where I do say that, yeah, I'm sure that he still believes that he got a raw deal here. I mean, he and he mind- should be a starter somewhere else. Or he should be a starter in the league, I should say. And so he probably wants to go somewhere else if that's where he's going to start. Arkan, one other thing. Because mm-hmm. you, were, you were very early on this with the ousting of Bill Belichick and the way that the Patriots have been playing it, if they bring back Mac Jones as the starter next season, doesn't that really even further double down, triple down, quadruple oh, totally. down? Bill was the whole problem. Well, yeah. 100%. Bill was the problem the across the board. In the and short so, term. To me, that's so lazy. Yeah, well, if he oh, goes... Oh, we removed Bill, so now Mac's going to magically be so much better because yeah. Bill's not on the sideline. Well, just... who's the one who brought in Patricia and Judge to be the offensive coordinator Right, for but him? that was years ago at this point. That was two years ago. It wasn't that long ago. Okay, but I'm saying, in the they meantime... Tried that's what, fix, that's they what tried to fix it in the meantime. No. I'm not doing that line anymore. In the meantime, in the meantime... Yeah, they Bill would be, O'Brien was great last okay, year. Okay, be quiet for a second. They would be, be, putting, quiet for they, a second. They would be putting it on Bill Belichick. Like, they would be putting it on Bill, squeaky over there. And so... They bring back Mac, they promote Mayo, they keep Wolf and Patricia, they bring in somebody on offense who's like a real offensive coordinator, 
and they're putting it all on Bill Belichick, including spending a lot in free agency, which we'll get to from Gerard Mayo. I, I think that would work in the short term. But if your plan is to prove everybody wrong with Mac again, how'd that work out for you last year? It didn't. You excited? I am not. Uh, when it comes to Mac Jones as a teammate, we'll add uh, some reporting from Greg Bedard. Uh, he cited an anonymous team source who wrote that Jones's appearance, quote-unquote, drew a chuckle at Mayo's press conference. Uh, he was in workout gear, which is ironic, since he cleared out his entire locker at the end of the season. Not a single hanger, said the source. It was completely empty. I mean, come on, man, the team source told Bedard. Everyone's watched him play. They've watched him act like a prima donna, and the team is sick of it. Everyone's sick of it. You got that? So, I don't know if his locker is empty. People don't, don't clear out their locker at the end of the year? Okay, but I don't know if his locker is empty. I don't know if that's the greatest example. I don't know if people chuckled at his presence at the press conference. I do believe that last part, though, that everybody's sick of the Mac Jones experience because they've seen him play. That that part, I believe. I mean, maybe, but I, listen, what I care about in terms of Mac Jones and his teammates is how the guys on the offense feel about him. And all year long, you know, you might have heard some rumblings on the defense or whatever, but all year long his offensive teammates stuck up for him. And that was last year, too. You didn't hear much from those guys about Mac Jones's, you know, anonymous sources going up and saying anything well, about him from the offense. Maybe, but then I remember Zeke after one of those games, uh, meaning Ezekiel Elliott, not Zeke in the Twitch chat. Zeke in the Twitch chat was saying all sorts yeah, of Yeah, lots of, lots of bashing of Mac there. <laughs> no, Ezekiel Elliott was asked about the switch to Bailey Zappi. He didn't have Max back. I remember Juju at one point in time. Same thing. So, and I teammates were talking up Malik Cunningham and he should get a chance. So like, and those were offensive players. I don't necessarily agree with that. that okay. That, but there was no bashing. That's him. different from bashing Mac. You know, when they, when they make a switch over to Bailey Zappi and they say, yeah, okay, we're behind Bailey Zappi now. That's not saying Mac Jones sucks and we hate him. And when Mac was having bad games, they all had his bad every single time, it seemed like, except oh. that one game with Devontae Parker where he was crying about his fingertips or whatever. Well, getting at that the was the root only of it, time, though. and that's that's all that matters to me. Do you think it was Do you think it was an odd look that Mac was there yes. at the press conference? I mean, odd look? I don't, I don't know, so. but, I, but I saw it, and I was like, why is he there? I mean, I definitely I, I asked the question, why is he there? There are only five players there. He was one of five. And Josh Uche is an impending free agent, so who knows? I, I don't know why he was there, but it struck me as odd. I didn't expect, before I knew who was attending the press conference, I definitely didn't expect him to be there. I think he was trying to show his support for Mayo, and he was trying to show that he's like... Ingratiate himself a, with ownership and like suck a, up to yeah, Robin Glazer or whoever yeah, else? I do. Probably. I do think it was a little bit of that with ownership and like, hey, I'm I'm still your first round pick. I'm still a cornerstone of the foundation of this team. I'll be here, you know, even though I don't really know what my future holds, I'm here to support your next coach and you guys. I think that's what he was trying yeah, to do. Yeah, he was acting like the starting quarterback of the team, which I'll admit he wasn't at the end of the oh, year. God. But he's acting like that's, you know, this is my job, this is my role, this is where I should be. So what is I thought the, that was smart of him to be there. What is so weird about him showing up and working clothes. Fourier comes to work every day in workout clothes. He's not even an athlete anymore. Yeah, also, he could show up in workout clothes and be working out at the facility and still clean out his locker. Like, all those things could be true, by the way. Uh, let me hear Gerard Bale on the quarterback plan going forward and, well, the plan with the number three pick. This is Gerard Mayo from this morning on the Greg Hill Show. Mayo Mondays will be starting up in the fall, but you got a taste of it today. If you missed it, use the Rewind feature on the Odyssey app. It's free. It's easy. It was a good interview. Uh, here's Gerard Mayo on the quarterback situation. How do you ensure that the entire organization agrees on the person to take over the most important position on the field, whether that's the draft or the offseason? Yeah, you know, honestly, I don't think you could get the entire organization to see it the same. You know, they they may see the position that we need as like we we need a quarterback or we need a running back or we need a receiver, but at the same time, like there's a lot that goes into those picks and. 
you know, coaches, you know, we'll evaluate, right? We'll evaluate those players, but we also have a scouting department who's paid to do a lot of that stuff as well. But at the end of the day, like, we have to make a decision, and, and honestly, look, we're responsible for it. You know what this team needs because you've been here. Everything so you know whether you're leaning toward taking a quarterback or toward, uh, you know, with that third pick, taking the, the wide receiver. Yeah, and I would say we, we're going to take the best available player for, for the biggest need on the team. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> is the biggest so, need on the team quarterback? Good I mean, question. look, offensive line, receiver, quarterback. I mean, pick your pick – Now your you're list. sounding like Bill. Oh, <laughs> you're turning me into Bill. <laughs> so, again, that was some of the uh, the interesting dynamic or new dynamic uh, on the Greg Hill Show. Check that out on the Odyssey app. You think he's walking back the comment from the other day, or do you think he's truthful when he said we're going to take the, the, the best player at the biggest position of need, which I took to mean – quarterback how'd you read that comment today mego definitely quarterback and that's what they should do like go swing for the quarterback in case i agree with you here jones you've been saying this if you think the quarterback is a total dud if you think the quarterback if it's if it's daniels and you're like you know what i don't see it at all like yeah don't take him just to take him don't take him that's stupid don't take him because he's there i agree with that but like you should take a swing at quarterback in this draft whether that's with your very high pick or you have some other structure of where you're going to be trading down and getting somewhere else, like get your quarterback here. I, I think that he is being consistent with that. If you just listen with common sense, that's what he's saying. Nothing is more important than quarterback in this league right now. Nothing is more important than quarterback. That They don't have a quarterback. That's what they're doing. How'd you read it? I read it the same way. I think that he was still taught. He was walking back the comments, so not everybody knows what they're doing. He doesn't want to telegraph what the pick's going to be. I hope. But I think he's still talking about quarterback. Uh, real quick, one-word answer. If it's Joe Alt or Marvin Harrison, Mego, you want who? Joe Alt. <laughs> I know. It's the least popular take in the world. Arkin? But uh, as my friend Gary Tangway says, genius walks alone. It does often walk alone. Arkin, I, I want guess... Harrison over all the quarterbacks, so yeah, so sorry. So I would, in that scenario, you're telling me they're not taking a quarterback? They better take the receiver. Uh, Russ is in Connecticut. Go Genius ahead, Russ. walks alone. I'm used to it. <laughs> Go ahead, Russ. Hello. I I, I want to g- agree with Arkan big you, time. Thank I don't you. like uh. the quarterbacks. Okay. Go go with Harrison. And How about Joe I think Alt? Mac. I think whatever. I think <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think Mac's going to be okay. Okay. Um, that's my feeling. Being a father of two Division One quarterbacks, oh. these young men work hard. Wow, okay? where, where'd they play, Russ? And I had one played uh, at Cincinnati, started two years, 94-95 under uh, Harbaugh. Oh, nice. So not Desmond Ritter. Okay, okay. but okay. Well, yep, yep. And the other one was recruited in the 80s um, by UConn uh, in the Yankee Conference. Mm-hmm. And he he was an option D1. quarterback. Yeah. He was and, – and they moved him to tailback, started four years at tailback, okay. H-back, okay, and so also he's, kickoff return. So, so he's on he's on board with Arkan there. That's the father of two D1 quarterbacks, although sounds like one double-A running back. So it's Cincinnati in 94? Yep. That would either be Eric Vibbert, okay, well, yeah, yeah. Todd Preston, or Brent Petrus. Okay, nice. One of those three. Not Desmond Ritter, though. Uh, so Ritter. when it comes to... Can you uh, not dox our caller's family <laughs> on the air? He, he doc- told us he who doc- it was. He yeah. doxed himself, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was and, very happy to tell us. Yeah, he's a very, that's a proud papa right yeah. there. So uh, those are your people, Arkan. That's who uh, agrees with you. I, I want to push back on this, and I meant to do this earlier. When you say, I don't, I, like, was a good call. I don't like the quarterbacks in this draft. He has a nicer voice than you. What does that mean? You're trying to upgrade... You don't like them better than Mac? 
You don't I mean, like them. It's fine if you don't like them. You don't think they're better than Mac? Not necessarily, no. I don't know if they're going to be better than Mac in the rookie think Caleb, seasons. You don't no. think Caleb Williams could be better than Mac? In his rookie year? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think that's okay, a guarantee. are we only caring about their rookie season when we take one of these quarterbacks? Well, yes, because if we're keeping Mac for one more year, then that would be that or this guy's rookie season. That's if, what we're talking if about. Caleb okay, Williams, yeah, and then if there's another class of quarterback, if there's another class of quarterbacks, then you go and get another. If it's no good and you have another bad season, you can draft a quarterback next year. If you... If you get Caleb Williams, let's say Caleb Williams drops to you at pick three, and he's worse than Mac, heaven forbid, heaven forbid, because that means it's a, an all-time bust of a pick. If you thought I didn't like Mac at 15, uh, 617-779-7937. How do you build around the quarterback? Gerard Mayo has asked about spending, which has been pathetic. We'll give you some details on that coming up, but here's Mayo's answer to free agency. The cash spending is a big fixation of mine. 31st last year, 27th three years prior. Have you been given assurances by Robert or others that you guys will have the freedom to spend this offseason to bring in talent and free agency? We're bringing in talent 1,000%. So have a lot of cap space and cash. Yeah. Ready to burn some cash. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. T. Higgins good. would be nice. <laughs> okay, so Mega approves of the T. Higgins I part. do. I um, sign off on that, Gerard, just so you know. When it comes to the burning cash line, you said this earlier, Mega. I think you nailed it. It's... That's the kind of line, like full throttle, that can be thrown right back in your face. And I don't want that. Let's burn. Let's burn some cash. Cash. He's being silly. He's being lighthearted. He's being himself. It's just like, ooh, you know, they kind of did burn some cash a couple years ago. Twenty twenty one was burned. You cash. basically got Piles of you it. got Judon and half a Hunter Henry and half a Kendrick Bourne out of it. You know, like that. That's pretty much what you got out yeah. of burning that cash. Not wrong. Uh, so here are the details from Mike Reese, and you heard some of them there in the question from Curtis. Uh, spending has been a hot-button topic, blah, blah, blah. The Patriots ranked 30th out of 32 NFL teams in cash spending last year at $188 million. That's according to ESPN's roster management system, which analyzes every NFL contract. The Browns were number one, if you care. The Patriots were as high as third in 2021 when they burnt a lot of cash. They spent 222 that year. They were as low as 31, next to last, twice over the last decade, 2014 and 2020. Over the last 10 years, the Patriots ranked last in NFL cash spending at $1.62 billion. Did you hear that? Over the last decade, your team dead last in cash spending. The Eagles were number one at $1.92. So let's burn some cash. Let's spend on some players. And let's take a quarterback at three. And I, I believe in you more than these two. I believe in you that you can be a playoff team next year. If you, if you nail that, I believe you can be. Uh, let's go to the phones. Tim is in Springfield. Go ahead, Tim. Hey, how are you guys? Uh, Bill Belichick, <laughs> the reason that they're not probably hiring him is because he's telling them he's bringing the band back together with Joe Judge and Matt Patricia, and that guy just put a stop to it. Because, you know, that, well, who else is he going to get at his age? Is he going to get younger guys to come in? Yeah, and he doesn't want that. So not only could he, who could he get, it would be McDaniels. It would, Patricia's out of a job in Philly and not under contract. And he's going to be a quote-unquote coveted defensive coordinator mm. is what Rap Sheet tweeted out. By who? There's one person who would covet him as a defensive coordinator. So I bet he will bring the band back together. But my guess is the whole league knows that if you're bringing in Bill, that's what you're signing up for. My guess is the league knows that. I don't think that's the holdup. I don't think it's the holdup either. But um, I, I think it's more just indicative of when you're bringing in Bill, you're handing the whole franchise over. You're handing your in control of just about everything over to Bill. Unless he's walking in there with some very different mentality than he had at the end here. I mean, that's what I think. Uh, the first part, not the second part. He's not going to walk in with a different mentality. He's 72. He's not changing his ways. If anything, he's going to double down. 
617-779-7937. More on Mac Jones. Would you be okay with the Patriots bringing him back? Bill Belichick, what's the holdup in Atlanta? Who's going with him? Who's staying here in New England? That would include his children. Uh, some reporting on that over the weekend. Plus, we have Triple A, uh, Triple Play, rather, with Christian Arkin. That's next. From the Rubenstein Law Studios, 1-800-BOS-LEGAL. This is WEEI. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's going to be a triple play. It's time for the triple play. triple play. The top three burning questions of the day. And there's three. With Jones and Mego. Triples is best. Triples is best. Triples is best. You know, I love my cars. And the 99 <laughs> restaurant now has the early week supper specials. Bring the family and enjoy a delicious roast turkey dinner every Sunday. Hearty meatloaf every Monday. And crispy spinach and artichoke chicken every Tuesday. You gotta love the nines. Yeah, now let me let me just say, on behalf of the, the good people at the 99, Mego is not laughing at the 99. She's laughing at... Uh, Squeaky Magoo back there. <laughs> is yeah, it get- I'm trying my best, Becky. Yeah, is it getting better or worse? What do you it's think? Worse. It's not. Why did they cancel Futurama? <laughs> I'm never gonna recover from that. <laughs> well, it's just you're never gonna recover from that. <laughs> Troubles is best. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, you know the line. You know the famous line from Troubles is best. I didn't say breast that time. At least. <laughs> it, it, you know what? It is getting slightly better, Arkad. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Okay, what do we have today in Triple Play? Uh, we have a buy or sell Monday, so let's start buying and selling. Number one. All right, uh, Mega, let's start with you if you can ever get over my okay. voice cracking. <laughs> uh, no, buy she, or no, sell. She never, she never will. Uh, Jason Tatum should be a top five MVP candidate. Currently on the Kia MVP ladder, he is sixth behind uh, Embiid, Jokic, Gilgis, Alexander, Giannis, and Luka. So he should... Like, big picture this season, he should be. But if you look at his stats now, everybody else in this top five is having a better season, at least statistically, than he is. Embiid, Jokic, SGA, Giannis, Luka, they're all, except for Jokic, Jokic is the only one who has a lower points per game average than Tatum does. And the rest of these guys are all shooting better, more efficient, and their rebounds and assist numbers are higher as well. And I think part of that is just it's not Tatum's year for MVP. Like I, I would like him to be closer in the conversation. I think it'll happen as time goes on because there's the new rules for MVP and Bede will probably start to sit a little bit more in the second half of the season so he doesn't break down in the playoffs. Um, but it, it, when we talked about sacrifice with this team, I guess this is where you're going to see some of it. He is with the best starting five in the entire league. He's definitely playing as a good teammate. Um, but it's not going to be all the accolades for him like this. I, I buy. He should be a top five candidate. That doesn't mean he should win the award, but he should be in the top five. The Celtics have the best record in the league, and I agree with the Twitch chat. He's sacrificing this year. I, I do think he's sacrificing on some level and not out just for numbers, which is what we should be applauding, not just a guy out for his numbers. Like, who's a bigger MVP candidate, him or Doncic? 
Tatum, like t- the Mavs blow. They're sixth in the Western Conference. The Celtics have the best record in the NBA. That should count for something. If they're there at the end of the year, that will count for something. I buy. He'll be a top five MVP candidate for sure. All right, let's get to our second buy or sell. Number two. Similar to the first one, David Posternak, according to the uh, sports books, is fourth in the Hart Trophy odds. Should David Posternak be a top five Hart Trophy candidate, Jones? Absolutely. He is, and this is a combination of great individual numbers. He is third in the league in scoring. He's third in the league in goals. And the Bruins have, depending on how you look at it, the most points, best record in the NHL, if you're counting games in hand and everything else. And they're certainly in the mix for it. So this is a perfect combination of stats and team. Yeah, I absolutely think he should be there. I completely buy that one. Similar logic with Tatum, except this one feels like more of a lock, Bego. Yeah, I agree. I think that he's closer in on this one. Um, fourth, like I feel like he should even be up in the top three. Yeah, I think he should be higher the, than four. The numbers of the other guys in there, 66 points already. If he continues um, with the production that he's had through the first half of the season, absolutely. I feel like that's a lock. Yes, bye. Bonus question. Who's more important to their team, Jason Tatum or David Posterner? It's a good one. I'd say Tatum. I'd say Posternak. I'd say Posternak. Oh. I'd say Posternak just because the the Celtics do have a lot around. Celtics Tatum. are yes. loaded around. Him. And yeah. so, like, would the would the Bruins be better? Who than... goes further without them? Yeah, this is what I'm saying. I think the I think I think the Celtics, Celtics. would go further. The Celtics could win around. Like without Posternak, I love Marcia, and You know me. Are they winning around without Posternak? They don't win around half the time with him. <laughs> so <laughs> I th- I think there's a chance the Celtics could go farther, but that's a good question. Who's more important to their team? Other question, is it further or farther? Oh, I think both. Aren't both acceptable? Am I wrong? I think both are acceptable. I think far is a distance, and further is when you're talking about measurement like okay, that. Okay, uh, Merriam-Webster, yeah. Uh, buy or sell number three. Buy or sell that the Falcons still want to hire Bill Belichick, Mega. I buy it, and if you say the Falcons, I am thinking Arthur Blank still wants to hire Bill Belichick. It's just he's going to have to get some other people in that building on board. Um, if they didn't want to hire Bill Belichick, I, I think that they would have already made a decision on somebody else. I, I think they would have gone in a stronger direction with somebody else already. I buy it that the Falcons still want to hire him. I still think he's the hire there. And it sounds like, I mean, he really has no other options. I read you something from Peter King. How about this? Uh, Arkan, you just dropped this in. This is from Schefter on TV, I think? I believe so. Or did he tweet it out? I didn't see it on Twitter. I didn't see a tweet. The Falcons are the only team so far that has engaged in heavy conversations with Bill, which is crazy right now, but that's totally the reality. If it doesn't work out with Atlanta, Bill may not have a job. And so Curran's been floating the TV idea. We asked him about it last week. I thought it was interesting when he said it's either Atlanta or take a step back. Bill may not have other options, but I, I think at the end of the day, this has been done since the middle of the year. I think Bill has been flirting and back-channeling his way into the Atlanta job, and I think he's going to get it. What's the holdup? I have no idea. Is it a leverage game? Are the Falcons just putting on a show of a search so that they don't want it to make it look like it was a complete bag job of a hire? I have no idea. I don't know why there's a holdup, but I'm calling BS on it. I think Bill will be their head coach. I buy they wanted to be their coach. We've compared the situation a ton to what happened with Brady eventually going to Tampa. I have to say, I am surprised we haven't heard of at least one other team in the mix. Well, none, one of, the, other team none of the good teams have fired their coach. We thought Dallas might. We thought Philly might. Maybe Buffalo will. But none of those teams have fired their head coach. Uh, real quick, let me add this to the mix. That was triple play. We do it each and every day at this time. I wanted to get to this earlier. And, Triple's uh, his best. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we lopped it off that was pretty bad. the top of the program. <laughs> Uh, but I want to get to this. This is also from Greg Bedard. I read you some of his report on Mac Jones earlier today. He had reporting on Bill O'Brien. But I want to get to this because the idea that um, Robin Glazer, whose name keeps coming up, first in the Wickersham story, then she was present at the Mayo press conference, got a promotion 
uh, coincidentally, after the Mayo press conference, there's been some curiosity about her role, which I was disappointed that wasn't asked this morning. Maybe that's a question for the fall with Gerard Mayo. Uh, Greg Bedard uh, says that uh, Robin Glazer will be more involved than Bears. I've heard this comp before, Bears and, and Robin Glazer. Well, I mean, it's just that's basically going to be her role. Bedard pushes back on that. Bears was more like Bill's administrative assistant, Bedard wrote. Not only was Glazer helping Mayo with things even before the year started, but she's been on speakerphone with Mayo while taking uh, talking to current and prospective staff, which he says is unusual. Uh, Bedard also asked around if Bears did anything similar. Never, a team source told Bedard. She's out there, uh, or on there, meaning the calls, to help him figure out what to do and hopefully not say the wrong things. So what does that mean? That's a league compliance thing? Is that, like, what is that? Because that's been her background before, league compliance. Uh, Mayo and Robin Glazer were doing a lot of calls and information gathering even before the season was over, one anonymous source told Bedard, which again tells you this was a bag job. Mayo, written into his deal, he was going to replace Belichick, and they knew for a long time that Bill was out. It wasn't amicable, it wasn't mutual, and it was definitely forecast. Uh, that was a big problem, Bedard passes along via a source. Uh, why are you asking these questions while Bill's the head coach? Why is this happening? So there were some red flags going on up in the office with a bunch of us uh, where it kind of became very apparent that was already written on the wall to the point where it was like, okay, we're not going to sit here and just experience this crap. Another source told Bedard, that's the head coach. Whatever he says, that's what goes. There's no, I want to do it this way. I know he said this, but I'm going to do that instead, meaning Mayo and not listening to Bill or doing things or wanting to do different things from Bill and asking why they're doing things a certain way. That's the kind of thing that really rubbed a lot of us the wrong way. And this was reflected in the Wickersham story. Uh, I know you think you know how this operates, but the head coach says, go, we go. He says, jump, we jump. Sounds like somebody familiar, Mego. Mm, I head, wonder who this is. The head coach says it, and everybody else's job is to do what he says. Mayo to, didn't to, do that. To keep him happy? Mayo didn't do that. And as you kind of kept going further and further into the season, you saw more of the almost assumption of, hey, I don't have to do what he wants anymore because I'm the next guy anyway. Make the head coach happy. That's your job. So it does sound a little familiar. Even still, um, you're making calls and planning out the next year and you have Robin Glazer on conference calls with you and it was going back to last season? Strange. And it just doesn't speak to a great dynamic between he and Bill Belichick. If you don't want to consider the source on that one, then fine. But that doesn't speak to a great dynamic going on last year and it's part of the reason I don't think that relationship was in a great spot. Yeah, none of that like really surprises me about the relationship between the two of them because he was the heir apparent and then it became more and more apparent that that was going to be happening uh, a year sooner than anybody else thought. I'm more interested in the little uh, pieces of information we got there about Robin Glazer that seems like she's functioning as a Mayo assistant. Is She's on calls with people. She's talking about prospective staff. But much more involved than Bearish. Not That's- just administrative stuff, like actual decision-making. Yeah, so well, well, where where is the line of decision-making drawn? That's what I'm curious about because it sounds like the source or sources in that piece uh, think it's very unusual that she was on the calls. It's not as though she was just sitting there taking notes on the calls is what it sounds like. Helping, uh, what was the word? Helping Mayo say, not say the wrong thing. Not say the wrong thing. Like, I don't know. That That's a kind of an odd dynamic. To the wrong about. thing to, like, who, though? You know, like, does Robin Glazer really care what well, this? But this is what saying? I wonder. No, it's, this, it crits with the crafts one. Well, so this is, what I, this is yeah. what I wonder. A couple of things. Is it talking about the crafts? Is it talking about league compliance, which has been her background? I don't know. But the idea that 
she's just some assistant to Gerard Mayo. I, I, I don't think that's reflected there. I think what it is reflective of is that the Crafts want to be much more hands-on with Mayo than they were with Belichick. Yeah. Much more. And that's that's what her purpose is. Yeah, serves. that's their right, by yeah. the way. It's their organization. They can run it how they want. Just don't tell me you're hands-off. If you're going to be hands-on, don't tell me you're hands-off. 617-779-7937. Uh, speaking of telling me one thing and doing another, let's get to the Red Sox. Winter weekend, <laughs> another success. That's next. Original. Original. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. New England Sports Original. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Listen to every MLB game live The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone Stream minor league affiliates The Midwest League home run leader And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.